And immediately the Zillow's estimate, especially from a guy who's got a mortgage license, a real estate license, been a real estate investor for 15 years, we're looking at this estimate and going, this is really bad. For one thing, it's super inaccurate. Okay, the Zestimate was coming in thousands, if not fifties, hundreds of thousands of dollars off. Just stupid flexibility on what the actual numbers were from a market perspective. Innocent enough, who's going to believe a website, right? Well, over time, Zillow's estimates started to get increasingly more accurate. You see, just like Facebook, if you pump enough data into the system, at some point, the data starts to gain some value. Now, is it a bad thing for the consumer to know what their property is worth? No, I think it's a great thing. I think it's awesome that people can go online and get a general idea and assessment of value. But what if this data aggregator is also in the business of buying houses? Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, broadcasting live from our downtown Denver studios with my executive producer on the scene, Mr. Jonathan Winston. Here we are. This is the show. This is the show. This is a, it's a good day, man. You know, every uh, every week you guys hear from us, and every week uh, I'm more and more excited about what we're learning and the opportunities uh, we're unearthing and uncovering for people that are, you know, looking for more information on becoming uh, investors and foreclosure uh, deals analysts and just all around, you know, rocking real estate professionals. So I'm ready to get it. Love it, man. It's so much going on in the real estate industry right now. It's a good time to be in the business for sure. And uh, we appreciate you guys joining us each and every single week. And listen, this is a listener-focused show, right? I mean, it's me gabbing at you, but we really want to discuss the topics that you're looking to hear about in the foreclosure space or real estate in general, real estate investing, finance. We try to cover all of it. See, on this show, we discuss the mindset, methodology, and tools to be a successful foreclosure investor. And today, we're going to be discussing an article posted by Housing Wire, which is a, a real estate news rag, covers a lot of the, the marketplace at large. I really love reading up their stuff. This article by Tim Glaze uh, discusses the real estate exchange filed an antitrust suit against Zillow and the NAR. Uh-oh. Going on with Zillow over there. What, what, what's what, going on? Maybe the fantasy is starting to end a little bit. Hey, listen, here's the thing. We we talk a lot of anti-Zillow crap on this show. And I, and I think it's because, you know, I hate Zillow. So that's probably a factor. But the secondary factor is in general, I believe that if one provider controls too much 
of any data piece, it becomes dangerous. Let's look at some examples where that's the case before we beat up on Zillow for a while, okay? You look at Facebook, and Facebook seemed like a friendly enough tool, still seems like a fun place to hang out with your friends digitally, you know, look at cat videos, set up meetings, do messenger, check out single chicks, all that stuff, right? Is that what you're doing with it, right, Jay? Uh, Facebook? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know... I'm just trying to avoid uh, social justice warrior arguments and, uh, you know, maybe see my mom and my auntie every once in a while. But, I like that. Know, that's just me. Nah, but I use it for real estate uh, a lot as well. And uh, just, It's a tool, right? It's a tool, basically, yeah. And it seemed innocent enough, right? But then it comes out that Cambridge Analytica, this data provider that Facebook had quote-unquote partnered with, I'm going to say more like a lot of money changed hands, okay, started using everything that we put on Facebook and calling that data and then selling it off to the highest bidder. Even today, if you say something around Facebook, have you ever noticed you say like, you know, Mercedes or something, right? And then suddenly you look at your Facebook feed and these ads are showing up to come down and test drive the new Mercedes. Has that ever freaked you out? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, information like loop like how did this get out of my brain to my phone automatically what's going on it's crazy right so it was determined later on that facebook was selling the data out there and listen in the end it seems harmless enough but too much data in one provider means you can start controlling what you're seeing and it was then found that by controlling what people were seeing not only could they sway elections they could create elections they could create enough fodder that even if you weren't anti-trump if you hung out on facebook long enough you would become anti-trump right even if you weren't pro-biden because of the stuff that you were pushing on facebook you could be slanted pro-biden now, this has two problems with a double-edged sword. One of them is that maybe we're just too easy to convince as a society now. You know, maybe we don't stick to our morals like we used to. We don't stick to our guns like we once did. Or maybe if you have enough data on somebody, you can find their hot buttons, their hot points, and you can use that against them. Okay, let's get this back to the topic at hand. Zillow. Zillow is a data aggregator, meaning they are taking all of the listing data all across the United States, and now they're pushing into other markets all around the world, okay? They're aggregating that data, and they are they created, and the biggest step that Zillow took down this road was the Zestimate. Now, when the Zestimate came out, and the Zestimate is basically, it was a um, an estimate of the value that they added a Z to. They called it the Zestimate. They're pretty smart. That's pretty innovative. Quite a, quite a ring to it. Yeah, let me remind me to backhand a Zillow executive if I get a shot at that. Um, <laughs> You're gonna get sued. <laughs> only if I do it. Like like alluding to it's not illegal. Just actually, you know, actually smacking a Zillow executive would be highly illegal. I, I wouldn't do that. That depends. Anyway, the point is. They're aggregating all this data. And immediately, the Zillow's estimate, especially from a guy who's got a mortgage license, a real estate license, been a real estate investor for 15 years, we're looking at the estimate and going, this is really bad. For one thing, it's super inaccurate, okay? The estimate was coming in thousands, if not 50s, hundreds of thousands of dollars off. Just stupid flexibility on what the actual numbers were from a market perspective. Innocent enough, who's going to believe a website, Right. Well, over time, 
Zillow's estimates started to get increasingly more accurate. You see, just like Facebook, if you pump enough data into the system, at some point, the data starts to gain some value. Now, is it a bad thing for the consumer to know what their property is worth? No, I think it's a great thing. I think it's awesome that people can go online and get a general idea and assessment of value. But what if this data aggregator is also in the business of buying houses? Yeah, enter Zillow Offers. Zillow Offers showed up, and basically what Zillow Offers is doing is based on your Zestimate. We're going to give you a offer on the property that we know is going to be lower than what you can get in the open market. I will say that the offers thing, it doesn't really allude to market price, but rather convenience, which is generally the message of all investing companies. We don't go to our potential sellers and say, we're going to give you the top price for your property. But the problem is the price they're giving in general is already skewed. So if they're starting you low on what the true market value is, and then they're coming in low, they're basically stealing these houses from people. Okay, and unfortunately, the uneducated, those not listening to this show, are giving in left and right. Well, Zillow says it's worth this, you know, so like, why would I argue with Zillow? It's like asking the barber how the haircut is. You can't possibly get an accurate answer from the guy who wants to buy your house. When I'm going to buy a house, I have to wear, I have to be very clear that I am not wearing my real estate agent hat. I have a fiduciary responsibility to disclose that as an agent, I know for certain you can get more on the market than I can offer you when I'm wearing my investor hat. Because I'm doing way more investor work now than I'm doing real estate agent work, I don't have to do that disclosure as often, but I can tell you Zillow has no such limitations. So real estate exchange stepped in and said, this is an antitrust issue that you are, and that they're actually referring to the inventory. What Zillow is doing now is they're showing properties that includes agent listings, i.e. listed on the market. And this is my favorite now, other listings in a recessed, obscured and deceptive tab that consumers do not see. What is other listings? What are other listings? Other listings are going to be Zillow stuff, right? And over time, what Zillow's goal is, and let's not get it twisted. It's been true since day one. It's true right now. And I swear to you, every time I go in one of these real estate groups, they're like, Zillow's not bad, okay? Like, they're just, they're just, as long as we provide good customer service, we can't be replaced by a website. You better tell a progressive insurance agent that. You better tell a travel agent that because I'm telling you those industries are practically gone when the aggregators, when Expedia showed up and was like, you ain't got to call a travel agent. Just go online. We'll shop all the uh, airlines for you. Right now Zillow's going to say, you don't need a real estate agent. Just cop online. We'll list it for you. 6% for what? You can pay us $1,000. And buyers, you don't need to hire a real estate agent. We've got all the listings right here. If you're not 100% certain by now that Zillow is trying to take over the real estate industry, I don't know what to tell you. 
Okay? I don't know what it's going to take to convince you short of seeing agents on the, the bread line will we'll sell houses for food. Okay, Because that's where it's heading right now. <laughs> that's what they were doing already. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Are we having fun yet? You having fun yet? <laughs> this, this, is a, this is a dire situation to be laughing at. It, 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 it has to be comical because at this point you got to laugh to keep from crying. Right. And here's the thing. I believe it's too late. I'll be frank with you. And I will tell you that I've been saying it for a while. I believe the real estate agent industry, as we know it today, has maybe five years left to live. Okay. And that's probably pushing it, but maybe five years. Okay. In the meantime, and honestly, I can deal with an antiquated industry going the way of the dodo. I can't figure out for the life of me whether the U.S. Postal Service is still in business. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry, Mr. Postman. We're still cool. But I don't know why y'all are still around. That's being straight with you. I think you you were mostly replaced by email. And then after that, you got FedEx, UPS, et cetera, who are faster, more efficient, and generally cheaper. Right? So if the agent model can't keep up with the technology of the times, and I talk to a lot of agents by day, okay? And I can tell you the vast majority of them are not even interested in keeping up. They're interested in doing things the way that things have always been done. Because it works. They're interested in cashing their commission checks for advising buyers to severely overpay for property right now. They're interested in doing the minimal amount work required to list a property on the MLS using their iPhone to take pictures because hell, it's going to sell in 72 hours anyway. Don't don't use iPhone pictures, guys. Why not? We as an industry have not kept up with keeping being more professional, more advanced. Zillow has the right to take over, but that doesn't mean we should not go down without a fight. I say we go down swinging. If we're going to be taken out anyway, this is a first step. Kudos to CEO Jack Ryan at Rex for stepping up and saying whether technology will serve and protect big brokers and the NAR cartel or provide transparency and lower commission fees for consumers. What should our industry be doing? Making more money at a time where buyers are suffering? 
where landlords are suffering? Or should we be looking at how we can help as an industry for the consumer, the very people we were hired to serve to do better in the marketplace? Well, if you're so great, Donnie, why don't you give back some more? Because I don't have to. I don't know. I'm on the other side of this now. See, in my business, we're now helping investors to benefit from this by buying properties under market, what's left of the under market environment. And as far as I'm concerned, the retail real estate industry is just a byproduct of what I do. I, I love it, though. I have to be frank with you. Some of my best friends are real estate agents, okay? The people I associate with are real estate agents. I love talking with, being with, discussing the market at a very high level with real estate agents. So this is not me knocking the industry. It is saying that I believe we're going to suffer to survive without the likes of real estate exchange bringing light to the fact that there's an, a huge amount antitrust stuff going on at the Zillow level, which is bad enough. But my favorite part is the National Association of Realtors is equally as problematic, if not worse. Because they're standing by and watching it happen. Is it too much to allude to maybe they're being paid off? Hey, man, you're, you're really going for it today, man. Usually we just got Zillow beef. Now we okay. Oh, no, I've, I've been anti-NAR since day one. Actually, part of the reason I don't want to be a realtor, which is the official brand of the NAR, is because it's the NAR. I despise Zillow. The only thing I hate more than Zillow is the NAR. <laughs> it's just fact. you know. And it's my show, so I can say it. And here's the thing. This is an open forum. All right. We do interview shows all the time. If you're hearing this at the NAR level and you're enraged at what I'm saying, come on the show. Well, man, it'll be easy. Let's discuss it. If you want to prove me wrong? I want to be proven wrong. Right? But I, at, the end, at the end of the day, the silence we're getting from the NAR, the very people who are supposed to be helping us as an association, the very people we pay annually to be a part of their association, are, are silent amongst this not-so-quiet Zillow takeover. Is this where we want this to go? Here's what I'd like you to do as a listener to the show. I want you to check out this article. We're going to be posting it to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. So join up there. Check out the article. Let's get your feel on it. I would love to hear from some real estate agents about how they feel about this because I definitely get mixed reviews. There's a lot of people who are pro-realtor. Obviously, if they're realtors, they're pro-realtor, who just don't know this is happening or in denial you know, but when you got a major case being filed by real estate exchange, pretty good sized organization, you know, they're, they're arguing that they, that these tabs are misleading, that they're absolutely trying to spin the market towards a fully Zillow based MLS system by putting agent listings on a different tab than other listings, which will ultimately be their listings. And when they have enough traffic for their listings, what do you think they're going to do with the agent listings? Poof. Right? Can we not see this coming? Is it not obvious what is happening here? If we as an independent industry can see it happening, but the National Association of Realtors can't see it happening, what the hell is going on? 
Now, the argument's going to be, how do you stop them? They're a private company. They can do whatever they want to do. And as a devout capitalist, I support that to some degree. But somebody should be jockeying to put a, at least slow it down, if not put a stop to it. Maybe you can't stop them, but could you slow them down? You better try. You better try. So, you know, I'm upset because it's going to affect the industry that I love. It's going to affect a lot of people who are good friends of mine who are in the industry. It's going to affect people who have made their livelihood for years as a real estate agent. I personally have not been an agent for a while, but a lot of my team are real estate agents. You know, a lot of, I work in a, in an office filled with real estate agents. You know, I don't want to see this industry die. And I certainly don't want it to be taken down by Zillow and the likes of NAR. So again, I'm super excited about this article. Just one of what I hope is many acts that we're going to take as an industry to fight back against clear antitrust violations. Because here's a problem. If Zillow is controlling the pricing model, they have the Zestimate, they're telling the client what the prices are worth. How long do you think before they start skewing the data to serve their needs? Well, they're a private company. They can do what they want. Are we okay with that? It's funny how that goes both ways. Isn't it? Are we okay with one data aggregator becoming the sole source for consumer real estate data? Are you as a consumer okay with it? Let me tell you why you should not be. Okay, When one person controls the market, you no longer have a market. That's called a monopoly. And that's where we're heading, a real estate monopoly. We must battle against this with everything we've got. Filing lawsuits, reducing Zillow's MLS permissions across the country, finding a way to make it so they don't have all of the real estate data. Because many years ago, I went to a technology meeting with my local board, and the question that was posed was, should we give Zillow access to our IDX feed? And I said, hell no. Not as a real estate agent, not as someone who knew where this was going, but rather as a guy who spent years in the software industry and understood very clearly what happens when data aggregators start assembling data at a very high pace, okay? We watched as the insurance agent was pushed into oblivion. We watched as the travel agent ceased to exist. What other industries have fundamentally gone nearly 100% virtual, Okay. Is it a bad thing? Well, not if the consumer benefits from it. If fees go down and et cetera, I guess there could be a perk from that. But I believe that we don't want a, a application, a website determining the price of our most valuable asset. I believe you want to keep human beings, real estate agents, local on the ground professionals still involved with this process to make sure that the consumer is getting a full understanding of how their local market operates. I still believe in the value proposition of the real estate agent. The argument is, is are we overpaying for them? That's the question we got to answer. And the answer is becoming increasingly yes, right? Because we're not adding as much value as we used to. We're not as necessary as we used to. Well, we provide the contracts. You do the contracts online, bro. You get an insurance policy. Do you remember signing a physical document? No. You buy an airline ticket. Do you ever get a paper ticket? No. Okay, so don't don't hang your hat on where the paperwork. Paperwork is readily replicatable online. 
What we can offer is the human element of market understanding. We can understand the market at a very high level being on the ground. Okay, and that just it can't be replaced by a machine. So there's still a value there, but it's decreasing. And this suit is just reminding us once again that if we don't start suing Zillow and the NAR, apparently, if we don't start looking at this from a big picture perspective, they're going to kill this industry. And then Zillow's going to be dancing on the ashes like, we're rich. We're rich, baby. We can beat this thing. We just got to work at it. And that is our show for today. <laughs> Are you having fun? I hope so, guys, because I think I'm going to have to look over my shoulder for at least a couple of weeks. It's a little scary, isn't it? A little frightening to know that uh, that Big Brother data is watching us at all capacities. In every capacity, Big Brother is right on our tail. And some big data is not a bad thing. I'll be frank with you. They talk about, you know, they start serving you ads on Facebook and it's like, oh, they're invading our privacy. I don't know. I kind of want to see ads I'm interested in. You know, for me, some of that's okay. Where it gets concerning is when they reduce the human element from it at all. And I, I think we just, we need to keep some human left in real estate because it is such a human purchase. Whether you're investing in it, you're living in it, you're raising a family in it, whatever it happens to be, there needs to be a human element. If Zillow gets their way, that human element will be taken out for good. We've got to fight back. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, hoping that we're educating and entertaining here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. We hope you love what we're doing here, but reach out. Join the Foreclosure Deals Coach Insiders Group. If you feel like you're ready to take on foreclosure coaching right in your local market, right? If you think you can apply this knowledge to find, fund, fix, and flip a deal right in your market, but want a little bit of help, a little bit of hand-holding through your first deal, reach out to me from a coaching angle. I would love to work with you. We have coaching clients popping up all over the country right now. We are going to create a foreclosure movement where we help people to avoid overpaying for property and buy a deal in this marketplace. But while you're out there looking, whether it's with me or without, you got to remember, do not, and I repeat, do not buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.